Hey everyone, welcome back to Contractor Evolution. Igor and Benji here coming at you from the studio. So when you add up all the quotes, the estimates, the proposals, uh, whatever you call them that you do in a year, when you consider the sheer volume of sales opportunities your business does every season, you realize that even a slight boost in efficiency and closing ratios has a massive impact on how much revenue you're gonna sell. If you could land even one more deal out of 10 quotes that you give, how many more dollars would that add up to? How much more profit would your business generate with no extra effort? Like do the math. Seriously, the number might surprise you because it's a lot. Now, one of the easiest ways to maximize your closing ratio is by leaving your customer with a beautiful and informative proposal that does a bunch of the selling for you. Something that not only articulates the scope of work in precise detail, but also showcases your brand as the obvious solution to your customer's problems. It turns out there's actually a formula to building such a perfect proposal. And to walk us through it, we have Ryan Chance on the show today. Now, Ryan is the founder of Sumo Quote, which is a software tool for contractors designed to help them build engaging, client-facing proposals that demonstrate immense value and stand out from the competition. For years, Ryan has obsessed over how to craft the perfect proposal that will stand for itself and drive more sales. Why is he qualified to be a subject matter expert on this topic? Well, for years prior to Sumo Quote, he owned and in fact still owns a massive eight-figure roofing company in Calgary, Alberta. And when he implemented these proposals into his company for the first time, their closing ratio shot up from 27 to 44%. And so Sumo Quote was born. On today's show, he breaks down the ingredients that go into a proposal that sells itself. So some of the cool stuff we get into with Ryan today are the five core items that exist in every single perfect proposal. Uh, we also get into how these better proposals allow you to scale your sales team while also protecting you from liability or those like really difficult, but I thought this was included kind of conversations with your customers at the end of a job. Uh, and he also tells us a bit about how he sees the future of contractor sales evolving over the next five, 10, 15 years. So if you want to close more sales, you want to charge more and you want to save time, today's episode with Ryan is a must listen. You're listening to Contractor Evolution, where we unpack the systems, tactics, and skills you need to take your fast-growing contracting business to the next level. If you're here to learn what it takes to scale up, work less, and increase profitability, you've come to the right place. Stay tuned to learn what separates the new breed of contractor from the old school, and welcome to your ultimate guide on the business of contracting. Hey, just before we jump into things, I wanted to let you know you can get the free resources that we talk about in this episode in the show description. So hit pause right now, go download them, and they'll be waiting in your inbox by the time we finish this episode. Hey, Ryan, thanks so much for being on the show. It's great to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Ryan, it's amazing to see you. This is so good. We're excited for this uh, for this episode. So j- just to start, uh, can you tell us a bit about where Sumo Quote came from? Like, how did you get to be doing what you're doing? Yeah, you bet. So uh, I was running our sales for a roofing company at the time. Yeah. Um, and we were trying to figure out how do we how do we impact the homeowner at point of sale, right? We were mm-hmm. we were doing a ton of insurance work, uh, and but we knew that was going to come to an end. And so we were trying to focus on retail and figure out, okay, if we're really going to master this retail thing, what does that look like? We, at the time, you know, and still are, we were the largest residential roofing contractor in Alberta. Mm. Wow. 
So we were never going to be the cheapest, yeah. right? I had no interest in being the cheapest out there. So um, yeah, so it was a matter of coming up with some tech to create this really polished, professional, standout presentation to try and impact the homeowner and yeah. uh, had tremendous results with it. So cool. so you guys had a lot of salespeople and you're scaling out the the retail side of sales. And, and I guess at some point you realize that just like the old school proposals, like writing it on the back, like on a piece of paper is just, is not, is not enough anymore. It wasn't cutting it anymore. No. Right. So, well, and it's interesting because we, I remember my one salesperson, he was out there and this was the, the tech wasn't great at the time. This was our prototype, but the right. output, this report looked amazing still. Right. Mm. And a uh, sales guy went out, met with the homeowner and walked around with the homeowner. The homeowner is one of these gruff guys. He was just like, Hey, just, you know, Grant, you're not just getting my work, right. right. Or my business. So, yeah. um, so Grant's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. And he's like, I'm getting other quotes. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Right. So Grant goes back, builds his quote, sends it to him. Guy calls him 20 minutes later and he's just like, Hey Grant, like I said, you're not just getting my work here, but holy smokes, man, I have never seen a quote like this in my life before. Like this huh. thing's amazing. And when I, when I share that story, I'm talking with people, I'm like, think of the last time somebody sent you an invoice and you were so compelled by it that you had to call them to be like, thank you for sending me this invoice. Right. This thing looks amazing. Right. Like, it just stood out in such a different way from anything else people had seen before. Right. It had a huge impact on our closing rates and our sales. Really cool. And so just, just, just so listeners are clear. So you guys went from what was essentially like a paper, almost like written, like very basic quote and proposal to, to something that's uh, like full of graphic design, uh, lots of photos, very visual. Was that was that the transition? That was the transition, yeah. So we right. had a professional graphic designer mock everything up, put our colors on it, made it really visual, had the marketing pages, uh, photos included right. with it, right. um, customer's house on the cover, yeah, yeah. kind of the full nine yards that we were trying to do with that experience. And um, yeah, just a, a totally different um impact on the homeowner and even the v1 that you built like this rudimentary pretty simplified version like right off the hop it made a massive difference yeah yeah yeah. actually we were i mean we were tracking everything right and so our data as we were looking at it we went from on retail quotes so not the insurance not service not the big multifamily on retail quotes to homeowners we went from a 27 percent closing rate to a 44 percent closing rate so it increased our closing rate overall by 63%, which for our business was millions of dollars. Like it, it had a massive impact on our business. That's yeah. huge. When you're doing a lot of quotes, that difference in, in, in closing ratio is massive. Yeah, that's almost yeah. 20%. It's like, yeah, it's huge. 17% increase. Yeah. Well, so, 63% increase, right? Like yes. so right, you yeah, multiply yeah, right, right. it like yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. but yeah, like it's, it's big, it's, it's big impact, impact for sure. 100%. 27 to 44 is, is your landing, you know, a basically a, a job and a half more out of every 10 estimates you give for no extra work. It's just like a pretty, and as I'm sure as we'll talk about later, these proposals were much faster to build and easier to, to send out and stuff like that. Um, so really fascinating. Like you own, you own a big roofing company. You're like, eh, this is a pain point for me and my sales team. There's gotta be a, something that we can do to fix it. And then voila, you come up with this concept. And you're like, actually, you know, there's going to be a lot of other people that need this too. Right. So that then then that became not just your own little tool, but then it became Sumo Quote and it's since expanded and sort of proliferated across the industry the way that it has. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly it. I mean, we we saw the results. Um, I started talking to my partners and saying, Hey, you guys, I think we're on to something here. 
I could sell this to other people. This right. is a pain that other contractors have. And it took about a year, year and a half of me kicking them being like, no, 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 <laughs> seriously, like we could do something here. This is a thing. Before they finally said, okay, well, we don't know exactly what you're going to build or how, yeah. like how you're going to build it. They knew what we were going to build, but it was, um, yeah, they funded it. We all went after it together and yeah, it's, it's been tremendous. Yeah. So cool. We've, we've had other, uh, we've had other like tech guys in the contracting space on the show before. And it seems to be, that's like, that's the common pattern of how these things get. So that's the inception story every single time. Like we had a business problem. We needed to create a tool. And then we realized, wait, there's going to be a thousand other people that have this problem as well. And, and here we yeah. go. We're off to the races with this cool new concept, this, this cool new product. So, um, really cool backstory on Somo on Sumo quote. Um, I wanted to ask you this, like, We've talked about this on other episodes for sure, but this um, technology has really changed the game over the last little while uh, for contractors. I wonder from your perspective, like over the last, let's say 10 to 15 years, what has changed about the business environment, about consumer preferences, about competition, about financing options, about other technologies? Like what has changed to make it so that just like writing a number on a napkin and showing it to your customer is no longer good enough. Like you cannot get away with having a crappy quality proposal. The standard has risen when it comes to demonstrating value. And I'm wondering if you have thoughts on just how this landscape has really evolved over the last decade or so to make it that way. Yeah, I mean, I think there's two things, right? And the first was something which hasn't necessarily changed, but it's evolved the solutions for it, which is how to stand out from your competition. Mm. And then the second being homeowners expectations. And those have certainly changed over the last mm. little while with technology. But that first one in standing out from the competition, um, I mean, really, when you think about it, like when you really step back and think about it, um, we all want to you know, we believe our business is best. We're going to give these, uh, this phenomenal experience. We're going to do a great job. Um, but from a homeowner's perspective, how are they supposed to understand that? They don't know. Yeah. No, they're looking at websites. They all look the same, totally. right? Like mm -hmm. they're looking at Google reviews and it's like, yeah, you're over four or you're over four and a half. It's like, great. Like, but how do I really tell you apart or really know? Right. Um, what I say is it's like, yeah, these salespeople, you know, myself included at the time, we come to your door, we sit in your house, whatever it is, but it's like, we all kind of look the same, sound the same, mm -hmm. like yeah. even smell the same, right? Like it's- <laughs> Contractor sales guys here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So so for us, and, and the reason Sumo Quotes had such a big impact is it's like at that point of sale, when they are trying to figure out who to go with, you give a differentiator that nobody else is giving, yeah. right? The salesperson isn't always there when they're deciding. Mm -hmm. your quote is always there, right? right? And if you've got three quotes, two of them look like they come from a Word document or an Excel spreadsheet or, or a super generic CRM type of thing that all look the same, right? And then you've got one that's professionally graphic design, their house is on the cover, there's inspection photos, you know, it's testimonials, mm -hmm. like it's giving you options and financing solutions. And it's, it's a totally, like they look at it and they're just like, oh yeah, well, I know why you're 10% more expensive, right? Like totally. yeah, I can justify paying more because I believe... You're going, if this is the craftsmanship you give to your quote, you're going to give me something better than everybody else on my roof or in right. my house or whatever it is. But on, on the note of changing trends and, and news, like in what's changed in the last 10 to 15 years is your ability to demonstrate this is so much more, right? Like the, the technology and the ease of use on this really wasn't around even, even, even just 10 or 15 years ago to be able to do this. So even though you may have always been an amazing company in your delivery and your customer experience, there's just 
is there just wasn't as many opportunities and ways to show that early in the process as there is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, and that's that that kind of second point that I was talking about, right? Where it's customers' expectations. Right. It's because those technologies are out there in all those industries, and now they're starting to expect it from every industry. In, yeah, in other industries, you're saying, right, exactly. So like when they, when, so like this morning, I was waiting for an Uber, uh, like you got the notification a few minutes before, then that he's at the curb, and like the, the whole experience is so easy, but in contracting, it's like super old school, right? The guy rolls up in a rusty van, it's like the same it's just like it was in like 1979 right yeah well and yeah i mean uh, uber is a great example uh you think about it banking i can't remember mm-hmm. the last time i was in a bank right totally. why would you need to you've got your app that does everything or um <laughs> even grocery shopping yeah i've got three young boys why would I spend an hour in a grocery store? That's insane. I, I hated being stores. dragged I, around by my dad, man. He bro. would go through every shelf and it would take forever. This is like childhood nightmares <laughs> going grocery to superstore with my dad. I hate it. I hate it. Right? Like, yeah, totally. So every other industry out there is adopting technology and providing these unique, crazy, impressive customer experiences. Why can't we? And contractors are kind of the last to the show, the last catching up a bit to an extent. Yeah, right? but it's changing fast right now. Like it's, it's, 20, it's 2021 right now. Like we're in this period where it's like, it's ratcheting up so quickly. Yeah. And I think most, and if you most contractors are feeling it. Yeah. Keep up. Yeah. Others, right? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. And, and there's, there's the proposal, but it, it is very neat as an entrepreneur in the contracting space to take that lens of what is my early, it's not even customer experience. It's my prospects experience look like with me, right? Like, is there an opportunity? Can it, it is there uh, like a text message thing that'll remind them two days before the estimate time, one day before an hour before, yeah. right? Hey, John, just a heads up that your estimator Susie's on her way and she's going to be there in about 10 minutes, right? Like yeah. we're looking yeah. forward to seeing you, right? There, there's so many different ways that you can interact with your with, with your prospect and sell to them even prior to, to the quote. But um, this is really, really cool yeah. what, what you guys have, have created. The other thing that I love here is that uh, you are going to put out proposals and quotes and a whole lot of them, right? We were talking about this, Benji, recently about like how many super crappy proposals have yeah. we handwritten over a lot. And over <laughs> again. Well, that's what I wanted to say. Like, I like this. This hits close to home for me because I exactly. have. I've had to sell around a bad proposal for a long, long, long time. You have this carbon copy piece of paper. I have really shitty handwriting, so I'm also like like trying to do it perfectly and like so that's totally. that's frustrating and but you're gonna you, do it anyway you, you got to make a proposal one way no i know so like having it be a manual process is really dumb not giving yourself the tools to make it look really good is really dumb and i always felt like okay well i'll, I'll get these like product pages and i'll add that in and i'll put it in a colorful fold okay that will that will maybe make it look less bad and then when i when we sit down and i go through it with them i have to put on a freaking magic show which is basically taking their eyes every like away from from the proposal because it sucks so much. I'm just like, look at me, look at me. Like, let's let's get this deal done. Don't mind the bad handwriting and the and the manual, you know, carbon uh, copy. Totally. <laughs> like, just ignore that. We're gonna do a good job. And then I remember like doing a big upgrade at the time, which was getting basically converting it to you know an Excel table that I 
had templated out and I'd put some numbers in and then I'd, I bought like a mobile printer. Can you imagine? It's so stupid. Like you're driving around with a mobile printer that plugs into your computer in your car. Like it's just, so I thought that was a big upgrade. Now I'm looking at, and we'll, we'll include this, this, uh, like sort of amazing proposal example from Ryan in the, in the description for listeners if they want to look at it. I'm looking at this going like, man, that would have made my life a whole lot easier. Totally. So Ryan, I want to get into this. So we've we've got an example of like a really really good proposal that's that's produced by by Sumo Quote. Um, you guys are obviously experts in this space. Like this is this is this is your business. This is this is the whole jam. Is how do we blow customers away with really amazing quotes proposals? Can you walk us through like in all that you've learned? So running the roofing business now, doing what you guys do at Sumo Quote. What are the components? Uh, of a really great proposal that sells itself. Yeah, no, of course. And I mean, it's interesting, right? Because Benji, you were just saying, oh yeah, I was, I was including this and I was putting this in there and I'm putting this pack together. A lot of the time, contractors, they're, they already know that they need to be reinforcing with different things. Yeah. And they're just, they're putting five attachments on an email. Right. Or, right. Or they're throwing it all in this binder and it's just like, ah, hopefully the homeowner can kind of figure out which pages really matter and in what order and how to go through this. Right. So, so yeah, there are some really specific things that help out a ton as you go through this. And I'd say the first thing is put the client's house on the cover page. Mm -hmm. And really what we're looking to do there is it's this whole, do you guys know uh, story brand, uh, Donald Miller? Big fans, yeah. Okay, right? Like, so it's this whole thing on how do you make the customer the hero and as a contractor, we're the guide. Yes. Mm. Right? So um, story brand, great. Uh, he had a great analogy in there, right? And he was basically going through and he's just like, oh, well, you know, if you, d- you didn't realize Tommy Boy is essentially the same movie as Star Wars. Right. Right? Like, right. doesn't matter if it's Chris Farley or Luke Skywalker, right? You've got this hero and they don't know what they've got this big overwhelming problem, right? Doesn't matter if, you know, their dad just died and their business is going under or they have to save the galaxy and they don't understand the powers right. of the force, right? right. Like, and then they meet this guide. Doesn't matter if it's David Spade or Yoda who hmm. gives them a plan, walks them, right? Like, but the whole key there is the end of the day, the homeowner cares about themselves way more than they do about your business that's why they're any talking kind to you. of way that's why they're talking to you i'll just actually for listeners yeah. like on the story brand thing i've i've actually recommended this in another episode it's like my number one go-to sales and marketing book but basically just to explain it very quickly if you're unfamiliar don miller breaks down he analyzes the scripts of movies and says every movie is organized in the exact same fashion where like you say a hero meets a, the hero has a problem they find a guide who helps them solve the problem they have this big climax and they succeed in the end. And his point is you need to build your brand copy, your brand story, your sales pitch in the same way. But here's the really important compelling point. Most businesses make themselves the hero of the story. And that's why it's hard to sell because you're talking about yourself. You're talking about like what Mm -hmm. we can do and here are the awards that we've won and here's, here's how amazing our team is. It's like, what they care about is their home and their roof. And when you, I think when you open the conversation with saying like, Hey, here's, here's your dream home. And here's what we're going to do to it, to solve the problem that you called us about in the first place. That's a really, really powerful point. And it's not that difficult to achieve. You just literally like, what do you do? Snap a photo on the iPhone and put it on the proposal. Yeah. Snap a photo, drag and drop it in, like stitch it in instantly with company cam, whatever it is. But I mean, it's that when you think about, 
you've got a quote that looks like Word or Excel or, yeah. you know, this sheet of paper with a no bunch imagery. of letters, numbers yeah. on it, whatever. And you've got another one with the client's home on the cover, which they have Thanksgiving at and they have Christmas at and they brought their new little puppy home to and their child. Mm. And it's like you're attaching all of these positive feelings and emotions for this place they love to your quote. Right. Right? Like there is... There is this emotional contrast between these two that you're starting off with and then you get into all the other stuff as well, right? So yeah, yeah there's very intentional sales psychology components that we're building in to make this fast, easy, and highly deliverable. The Amazing. emotional connection is huge, right? If you, there's there's three quotes on the table. One has a photo of the homeowner's home. The other are just basically Times New Roman text with maybe a logo from the roofing company and that's it. That pops. Oh, 100%, yeah. 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 So I'm just looking at it here. There's like big, beautiful logo of the company in the top right. Huge, like almost the whole page is this beautiful picture of their home. And then there's their name, their address. Like it's really about, it's about them. The story is about them. The story is about It's them. not about you, the contractor. It's yeah. about them. Yeah. And and again, I'll just, I'll just say it for, so for everyone watching and listening, if you want to get a copy of what I'm holding here in my hand of this perfectly made proposal, you can download it. It's available for free right now. Check it uh, in the link in the description for download uh, right now. So that's, so anyway, that, that's the first component, big, beautiful photo. They're the hero of the story. Uh, what else is, is encompassed in a really great proposal? Yeah, I'd, I'd say the next thing is to make it highly visual. Right. Okay, so visual content, when you go through the stuff compared to written, visual content, um, it's been shown you will, uh, you will comprehend 10 times faster and you will retain 10 times longer compared to long form text. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I, I've run this webinar, we go through, we put a bunch of words on the page, right? right. It's, you know, cheese, dough, pepperoni, mushrooms, like all this stuff. And you look at it and it takes you a second or two and you kind of clue in and it's just like, oh, pizza, right? You flip the slide over and you've got a picture of a pizza. You know it instantly, you understand it instantly. And when I look at it, my mouth even starts to salivate, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have a physiological response to this thing. Yeah. It's the same thing when you're taking somebody through visually. I remember standing on the ground at a job with the homeowner saying, hey, we need to install a cricket behind your chimney up there because there's a dead spot right now. And we want to make sure it's a high risk for leak. We want to make sure that, you know, water's mm -hmm. not getting into the house. Well, I might as well have been speaking French or Greek. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're in Canada, so maybe they spoke French. So I'm going to say Greek, right? <laughs> so it, as opposed to you give them a picture, they can look at you, put a big red circle around it, and they're like, oh, that looks wrong. Right. Like water can obviously pool in this area. And then you mark it up with a couple of lines showing that you're going to add a slight slope to it. It now makes sense. And they could explain it to their spouse that evening, even if the pictures weren't in front of them. Mm -hmm. totally. So you want to make it that visual experience through everything. I think this is a, this is a really important just point, generally speaking, for salespeople or, or contractors who are still still doing the, the most of the selling for their company is get away from, from technical language. Like the minute it's satisfying to you because it because you know your stuff and you know the terminology and and you can rattle it off very very quickly. But your homeowner has no idea what you're talking about. It's like when I go to the mechanic and I need my vehicle fixed and he goes, "Yeah, it's this, that, and the other thing." And I, I'm literally going like, "Yeah, totally. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, I know what you're talking." About. It's like I have no clue 
what he's doing to my brake pads. I is have to like pretend last along because I'm embarrassed. Top up on your headlamp fluid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You paid like me. You paid three hundred forty bucks for this. Look, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a car mechanic. But my, but they, you know, that's another example. Whereas the mechanic I use now, he just shows me photos. He's just like, hey, this is what we did. This was bent, so we had to straighten it out, and then we added these two things. And go, oh, okay, that makes total sense. I understand why the quote was that much. I don't have a hard time forking over $500 because that looks like a lot of work. So here's my point. If you're sitting there explaining things verbally using language when just yeah. showing, I'm looking at the example yeah. right I'm now. There's a photo of the roof with There's like- photos everywhere. Yeah, it's like Sesame Street drawings. It's just like, here's yeah. a big circle. This is a problem. Arrow to here. It's really, really clear. Yeah, this thing's so full of visuals. And Ryan, to your point earlier around just uh, like the fundamentals of sales psychology, you're totally right. It's it's interesting, like humans for most of humanity couldn't read, right? You visually saw stuff yeah. and reacted yeah. to it. So it's it, it makes sense. Like that's what's humanly ingrained in us in our biology, right? Is to visually see things. So no, this is cool. This thing's just full of pictures of happy homeowners and testimonials and the products and, and their actual roof. And yeah, this is, this is fantastic. So anyway, that's, that's the second point. It gets, it's super, super visual. Um, what else, what, what's, what, what's the kind of third key piece of every great proposal? Yeah. I'd say the third one is that professional graphic design element, right? Like homeowners expect mm. that companies, um, companies are going to be professional. And if they feel like that experience of that professionalism, falls off a cliff at any point along the way, they're going to become really suspicious of that, right? So you've got mm -hmm. a great website, you've got, you know, a nice business card, you show up in a clean truck and, you know, a clean golf top and all that stuff. And then you give this quote that is, you know, looks, looks like word again versus a competitor giving something really, really compelling. Now it suddenly feels like there's potential mistrust that comes in there where it's like, well, I thought you were going to give me this really great experience. Yeah. But now all of a sudden it's starting to fall off a bit totally. right when I'm supposed to be signing and, and we're supposed to be, you know, locking this deal in. What am I, is something else going to fall off right after this? And so 100%. these days people put a lot of time and energy into brands all over the place out there and we trust them. Like mm -hmm. those brands are big de deals and really valuable. So you want to just make sure you keep reinforcing with that professional graphic design, how valuable your brand and your company is and what you're going to give them. Yeah. yeah. So your ability to draw shapes nicely in Microsoft Word isn't doesn't quite, help. Doesn't it's help. not quite there. It's not <laughs> I, quite there. So I will say, um, you, like we you were with Breakthrough Academy over this past year, I I had a really nice piece of sales collateral built by our design agency. It 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 cost us some money for sure, but it was basically what I had was some infographics built that described our process in big chunky text and but highly visual with colors and then I had some iconography designed so think of this like instead of just saying we do really high quality workmanship it says workmanship and now there's a little icon of a tool and a wrench like you can have a graphic designer build stuff like that for your brand package relatively inexpensively and I'm, I'm telling you because I've done a lot of sales and a lot of reps doing this Somebody seeing a little symbol of an idea versus you trying to write it out or explain it verbally, it's less work for you and it's more compelling for them. Like this is a total no brainer if you want to raise your, your closing ratio. Well, we consume content so quickly. Look at everywhere else in life, mm -hmm. right? Instagram, Facebook, you know, the newspaper, like it's, we consume content so quickly and so visu visually, yeah. right? Like we're trying to make decisions all the time on what to give our attention to. 
And so I can almost guarantee you on pages as you go through it, um, you know, like a, a manufacturer's page of a product that you want to mm-hmm. highlight, homeowners are going to look at the pictures, maybe catch the headlines. They're not going to read the text. Totally. No. Yeah. And so the better job you can do with those visuals, the better you will have your chance of getting that message through to the homeowner that you want to communicate. 100%, right? Speaking of, of changes in, in consumer trends, right? Like the world over the last decade or two has gotten so much faster and busier than it ever has for people. And 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 people are forced to make decisions pretty, pretty quickly based on uh, heavily ba- based on trust in brands, right? Like when someone sees that Uber logo, there's an automatic element of, of, of trust right there, right? When someone sees an Apple logo, when someone sees a Home Depot logo, they, they associate stuff very, very quickly with that. And, and I think that brands are a way more powerful thing than ever before. And um, if, you, if your visual design game, so how quickly someone interprets your brand yeah. and the trust associated with it isn't up to a really high level, and you want to keep playing in this space for a long period of time, you've got to change, right? I remember, uh, so prior to Breakthrough Academy, during the creation of Shackshine, which is now like a huge player in the window and gutter cleaning space in Canada and quickly moving into the US, we were so conscious of all of those visual touch points with a customer, right? Um, clean, shiny vans. They were all brand new sprinters. They were beautifully wrapped, top to bottom, roof and everything and in, in, in these beautiful designs. They were always clean inside. We had a protocol. The technicians had to take them for a thorough car wash every single week, right? Right down to the wheels. Nothing could ever be, you know, the contractor dashboard with the papers. Like you can't have that. They were always in clean polo shirts, iPad where they greet you with the work order on an, on an iPad at the door. All the tools are, are clean and organized and even have a little brand logo on there. It's just like the whole visual experience is super, super important because people rely on that now more than ever to make decisions. So yeah, it's, it's a really good point. And, and that reasoning behind it makes so much sense. Like you have to have true professional graphic design in the proposal. So it's good. Um, Ryan, come, coming back to the components, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this awesome sumo quote here. What What is the next kind of key piece of, of every awesome quote? Well, it's one I'd say that we all know. We've all, we've all wrestled with. We just haven't wrestled with it in our quotes yet, right? And it's this concept of social proof, mm, right? Yeah. So social proof being what are others saying about it? Can I trust this? Is this brand that people have had good interactions with? And so... Um, there's a number of things that we do with our presentations uh, with our roofing company. So one being we put a certification logo on the cover, right? Hey, mm. we are trusted by these manufacturers out there. Right. And they have said that we are trustworthy. Like I see this, this Owens Corning platinum preferred contractor right out right at the front. Let's just yeah. let's just break down the social proof concept before we get into the example. For, like for listeners, social proof is I, I heard this quote from this marketing guy that we, we worked with years ago. He said, nobody cares what you have to say about yourself. They care about what other people have to say about you. And social proof is that. So that's what are what are vendor partners saying, what are customers saying, it's testimonials, it's Google reviews. It can come in many different forms, but it's essentially what other people, other stakeholders are saying about you and your brand. That's what social proof is. And in the context of one of these sumo quotes, what it, what does that usually look like? Is it is it photos? Is it quotes? Is it links to other stuff? Like how, how do you actually convey that in a in a visual proposal? Yeah, I mean we give contractors the ability to 
sort of pick their way with that, right? So the one is the easiest one, and it's built in on every quote, is drop a certification logo here, right? right. Load it in there once. It'll be there on every single quote. And now a homeowner right away. And it could be a certification logo. It could be an image of a five-star Google review, sort of like, but it's reinforcing that stuff. The other one that we've built, so with Sumo Quote, you can add these custom marketing pages. Mm. So build a marketing page, have our team build a marketing page for you. But the one that we we love and include all the time is this one of client testimonials. And so we've got pictures of three different uh, homeowners, couples on this page. Mm. There's a little play icon on it. And because they're looking at this on a PDF online oftentimes, that play icon, if they hit that, it'll actually pop up a video of that homeowner talking, sharing the experience they've had if they don't want to click on that, we've put a quote from the homeowner right below totally. it. Totally, I see yeah. it right here. Yeah, it's great. And so we've tried to make sure that we've got the options. Whatever the homeowner, however they're, they're choosing to interact with this thing, but it's that it's that concept of, um, you know, what's the what's the strongest uh, chance that you have of closing a deal? Typically, it's when a family member or close friend r- refers you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a great, you know, great experience with them. Because homeowners are all trying to figure out who can I trust. Totally. So what this, and yeah. you know what you know what this solves, Ryan, which I love is like a lot of the times for salespeople, one of the most frustrating things is you get you get to your clothes and they're like, Yeah, we love we love everything. We like you. Um, we like the price. We feel but actually you know what? Do you have any referrals? Like, can we just can we just make a few phone calls? We just kind of want to check things out a little. And then you're like, yeah, oh, okay, there. Yeah. Of course, you go, you go, yeah. Of yeah. course, you can, no problem. But in your mind, you're going like, oh my god, <laughs> why didn't you say this earlier? So then you find the numbers and you connect with them, and it's like it's you've you've created. Um, it's it's something that you now need to solve. These little testimonials basically yeah. answer an objection before they even come up. Yeah. Here's Samantha and Brad. They're just like me and my wife. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. And they're stoked yeah. on the job that they got. Exactly. Well, and it's like everything these days, automate it. Make it fast and easy. So, I mean, look, these are homeowners. They were willing to spend an afternoon with us, filming the video, going through this stuff, us getting a bunch of different shots with yeah, them and everything else. Like, stoked. Yeah. Like they would never spend two, three hours with us if they weren't really excited about the work that we had completed for 100%. them and how smooth it went. So... Yeah, yeah, 100%. I love it. It's good. And and again, I love the scalability of this because otherwise you're relying on every one of your individual salespeople like in your roofing company to be able to execute on this really well, like make the connection to the previous client, know who they are, all this kind of stuff. This way, it's foolproof, right? You can hire another salesperson and boom, these things are right in here. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Awesome. I love it. Um, let's go to the fifth and final uh, key key kind of piece to every every great quote. Yeah, I mean, I, this one This one should be obvious, but every great quote has to be easy to sign, right? right. Like so the, the most important thing at the end of the day is to get a signature. And so it's got to be really easy to sign. Right? Spoken, like I gotta, spoken by a true closer. Guys. A true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to get that signature. <laughs> you want to deposit. Why make it difficult or confusing yeah. for how to do that? So. Yeah. In sumo quote, what does that actually look like when you get to the end of it? Is it is it like a pretty easy e signature thing? Is there a box? Like, what do they need to do? Yeah, and so we have options, right? So if you are standing there with the homeowner, there's you've walked them through the presentation, the quote on your iPad, whatever it is, and there's a button there that says sign now. Yeah, done, right? And they just go click the package they want, click you know, pick the upgrades they want, put in their colors, done. Um, if it's something that you, you're not standing there with them, well, then you can email it to them. They hit a button that says, you know, review and sign. 
they walk through, review everything, and they just go, you know, next and sign now. Pick the package they want, pick the upgrades they want, put in their colors. Um, and really cool these days is we've got financing. So make it easy to sign. It's even easier to sign if you can't afford it, but we've provided a solution for you. And it's built right in here. Like I see this from Sunlight Financial. It's built right into the proposal. Yeah, it's built right. Every, every quote, so if you're doing a good, better, best, you could have a different plan on there. So yeah, one of the right. strategies that uh, I've been encouraging people to test out is do a, you know, do a 6.99 five-year on your good and your better, and on your best, do a 6.99 10-year. Yeah. And now all of a sudden that monthly price is the cheapest for the most expensive one. And they look at that and it's like, yeah, I did that over 10 years because you can buy this out at any time with absolutely no penalty. So it manages your cash. And really, this is the package you should be putting on your house. This is what I would put on my house. It's absolutely the one that is going to have the highest level of protection and longevity for you. You've reduced all friction, like getting to the back half of the proposal of the quote, which as any salesperson knows, like this, these are the moments where you really need to execute things right. You need to say things in the right order. You get to that moment where you're essentially asking to do a deal with, with, your, with your homeowner, with your customer. And this, we'll talk about sort of how this makes your business more scalable, but this like making it easy to close, work with a lot of contractors, work with a lot of sales teams as well. I'm blown away at how many people been in business for five, 10 years, they're still actually nervous to ask for the job at the end of this. They're like, yeah. I don't, you know what? I, I just like to email it and then let them yeah. think about it. It's like, this makes it so easy to just be like, and so, okay, next steps to get in the calendar, literally just sign here. And these are your, these are your financing terms and boom. Yeah. It's like, grease it's like so grease yeah. the wheels. Yeah. It yeah. is so easy. And this is in other industries, kind of to what we we're talking about earlier, like outside of contracting homeowners are used to super easy purchasing has like I just I just bought a, a new iPhone case like they're literally on the website like I'm I'm on the iPhone itself and they're literally just like oh yeah just double tap the right button twice on like Apple Pay and boom it'll show up to your door in two days like it's so they make it so easy to buy and um, this certainly is a way better approach than why don't you fax me the sign oh, and then mail me a, the deposit check or whatever right? yeah. It's just, oh, the, yeah I love how how easy you you guys you guys make this in 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 this proposal super important if you're if you're serious about your closing game so uh ryan this is awesome uh this this example of a, of a great sumo quote proposal is so good um again if you haven't already uh if you're listening to this you got to download this and check it out it's it's an example of of an absolutely perfect proposal uh just check the link in the show description and and download a pdf copy of of what we're looking at right now yeah but those are our five great components um let's recap of, of an exceptional one photos so it's, Photo of a customer's home. Right right off the front page. Yeah, number one, photo of a customer's home. Number two, the entire quote, not just the front page, but the entire quote is highly visual. Uh, Number three, you you use professional graphic design, different aspects on different pages to uh, tell a more visual story. You use social proofs, that's testimonials, it's Google reviews, uh, it's it's badges and it's it's like accomplishments, awards, it's certifications. Um, And then number five, which is probably my favorite, is it is extremely easy to sign for the customer, making your closes a lot easier. So, um, those are sort of like the ingredients to go into a great proposal. I want to take a step back from this, this part of the conversation and look at how this integrates in a business more holistically. So big picture, when you have this as a part of your sales process, how just off the top of your head, like how does that make scaling easier? 
Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things, right? Like for the contractor that is going from, you know, being the contractor, being the owner, selling every job, you are going to be likely the best salesperson in your organization Mm -hmm. because you care the most, you have the greatest understanding. Uh, There's all of these things that you can't, you can't just put on somebody else. And so again, this is where technology actually can help do a beautiful job of this stuff is you can standardize these things to make sure that stuff doesn't get missed, right? Important Mm -hmm. details that a new salesperson might miss or forget, but you've now got this pre-built structure to take them through. So um, that would be, you know, what, what product offerings do you want to have? You want to make sure you talk about upgrades, right? How do you make sure you communicate the customer, st- the, the story of the contractor and why they're trustworthy? And there's all of these things yeah. that you want to make sure are included, right. but you can standardize that and have like somebody rolling. You're preventing that human error element, right? Like it's, it's, it, th- there, there's a very good reason why, um, like use like a, you know, a, a great analogy here um, with airplanes and flight. Um, pilots are actually mandated to use computers and autopilot in bad weather conditions because they know that the biggest risk is the pilot overseeing, overlooking something, right? So they'll, they'll put technology, which doesn't make those repetitive mistakes. Yeah, right. The other thing you do is a pre-flight check and they go through very, very linear, a certain series of steps that is, it's impossible to miss something. Yeah. And that's what, it, that's what something like this does as well for a newer, more junior salesperson. A lot of salespeople don't have the highest attention to detail. Totally. So if your proposal building process forces you to go through a checklist and say, did I communicate this? Did I ask them about that? Has this been explained clearly? What that solves, and this is a huge complaint for a lot of people, a lot of contractors who are trying to step out of sales, uh, is that sales to production handoff. Yeah. Like this sale, this project has been sold by one individual. It's entered the schedule and gone into the CRM and maybe office managers dealt with it. Now it's been passed to a project manager, a foreman or a site lead, whatever you call it in your business. Now this person is going off of, you know, information that was built a month or two ago that's been handed off to two or three people. The broken telephone that can happen when this stuff isn't really clear and really linear is massive. And that can lead to huge, huge, huge production problems later on. It really clogs up your plan. Things slow down. And it's not because like, it's not because like you're, you're, your production staff are incompetent. It's literally like what was talked about with the customer wasn't communicated yeah. to the people on site. Well, it's interesting you bring that up and we haven't talked about any of this stuff, right? But um, one of the things with Sumo Quote is we've recently added work orders and material orders, okay? One of the things that is really unique in the work orders that we help put contractors put together, right? You get a quote sign, you hit a button, everything spits into a work order, including your photos, so these same elements that we've talked yeah. about, it be, about it being really highly visual and being able to explain those things, Photos does that way better mm-hmm. than a bunch of words typed out and written in, which is what everybody's doing right now, or even just calling them and talking to them on the phone and they forget about it. Right. And so when you can have these photos stitched into your work order with arrows pointing at flashings to replace or trims to be aware of or whatever it is, like... Totally. Those are critical as well as you want to be able to scale. The crew on site gets that information as well. Like not only did it make the job easier to sell to the customer, it makes the job easier to produce for the foreman or the 
or the PM yeah. or whoever's on site making the job happen a month or two or six later. Yeah. So I think that that's a hugely important piece yeah. is it's not just a sales tool. It does have some secondary effects on your, on your production capacity as well. And on that note, you guys also did build in, I think you said some really cool integrations with company cam, right? You actually said yeah. you were in Nebraska with them just yeah. it, last week. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week. So a couple awesome. of days ago. Yeah. So you, you, you guys have, have a close relationship with them. So all the, these integrations for photo photos uh, and markups, everything's built into Sumo Club. Yeah, super smooth. I mean, cool. with company cam, it's it's really easy how you can look through a project and all the project's photos right there in your Sumo Club report. Even if you don't have company cam, drag and drop a photo in, crop it, mark it up, make your notes right in Sumo Code. Like it's, Amazing. it can all be done right there as well. Yeah. Cool. I, the one point that you made earlier, I just want to make sure is, is clear for listeners. Like this makes scaling easier because when you hire salespeople, you are... <laughs> It's very unlikely that you're going to find someone that sells better than you. You said that before. It's a strong assumption. You have to you have to operate under that assumption. I, it's probably you could be true. Wrong, you could be wrong. You could find a unicorn, but probably you're going to hire someone who isn't as passionate about the brand. They're not as motivated because it's not their business. Um, this is giving. Uh, them a huge step up, a huge competitive advantage in that it does some of the selling for them. So instead of looking like I'm looking for an absolute, like an absolute rock star, I need the best of the best of the best person to sell my roofs or sell my renovation projects or sell my landscaping projects, whatever. You can actually say, you know what? I can take a really solid B plus because Sumo quote is going to backfill whatever skill deficiencies they have when they start. And yeah. we'll work on that other stuff in their onboarding in the first few months. But this is like, you're really setting people up for success instead of what happens most of the time is I hired my first salesperson three months later, I fired them because they weren't selling as much as me. And it's like, of course they weren't. Yeah. Well, if you want to hire one or you want to hire 10, you can hire them and everything's pre-built and ready to go. Totally, It all exists in there. It's just the salesperson name gets swapped automatically because yeah. they're the one logged into the account. Everything else continues on. So it's, yeah, highly scalable in how you go through that stuff. So um, love that. I want to talk quickly about uh, like protection and liability. Like what kind of nightmare stories for contractors does having something like this protect you from? I'd say there's a couple of things, right? And the first one, you mentioned company cam before. The first one is getting it visibly put into the quote, right? Hey, I've included a photo. We're not doing work on this component. Right. And I've circled it and I've put an arrow at it and I've made a note on it. Right. It makes it black and white. And it wasn't just in an email hidden somewhere. This was a part of the right. contract that you signed, all part of the same document. So when mm -hmm. the customer comes back at the end of the job and says, well, I, th I thought you were going to do all this other stuff. You're like, no. No, you didn't because like here it is written. It's super clear. Yeah, we've had a number of landscaping companies in particular comment on that where it's like, hey, we've got an overview of the backyard. We added the lines around where we were going to work, what we were going to do, like really easy to put those components in. Right. Fully clearly communicated exactly what was going on on the project. I have then. done tens of thousands of dollars of work for free over the years because I was not able to communicate this stuff well. Totally. You're all, as the contractor, you're just going, well. You're like painting this whole deck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, well, I wasn't clear. So I love that. Uh, any, anything else on the on the protection? Well, I'd say the other one is just uh, 
your proper terms and conditions, mm -hmm. disclaimers, um, having those in there. There's there's a number of different pages. One of the interesting things we added uh, probably about four or five months ago was the ability to add customer signature or initial tokens on pages. So mm, you could craft- Specific ones. Specific ones. So, cool. so if you drop on a customer signature or customer initials token on a text page, when the, when the homeowner is signing off, that's going to trigger uh, the system to say, hey, have you read and agreed to having your signature initials applied to the terms and conditions page, the additional acknowledgements page, the, you know, whatever it is. And when they ease, they have to check that box or they won't be able to sign it. So when they check that box, we apply their signature and initials to that page Hold as well. And you can make sure that things are thoroughly documented, that they have agreed and approved to everything that is supposed to be done. It's, it's just the professional way to make sure you are protected all the time with things. Yeah, I really like that. Um, I've done that even to our Breakthrough Academy agreements. There's like the general sign at the end, but anytime there's like really important bits, like we have one around like confidentiality of business information between BTA members, like there's a forced initial yeah. in addition to the main signature page by that one. So anything that's super important you can do that. That's, that. that's really cool. That's an awesome functionality. I like that. Yeah. So that's actually something that, uh, depending on the trade that you're in, but roofing contractors, there's a lot of insurance work going on out yeah. there. They'll use our documents and forms for all of their agreements, right? So whether it's a contingency agreement, a final authorization agreement, mm -hmm. it's, there's a lot of different things that it can, it can be used for. That's really cool. Yeah. Again, on this note of like, like humans are going to make errors, the more that you can bulletproof it. If you got to, if you're hiring your first salesperson or you're going from five to eight salespeople, um, you're going to have issues come up inevitably as you, as you start to scale out. And the more that you can implement technology and systems to prevent that, the better. Um, on that note, Ryan, I do want to uh, switch gears and ask you this. Um, there is so much technology that's coming into the world of of contracting and and entrepreneurs are are very excited about all kinds of things that can help streamline the business. Um, there's a common syndrome of I think Benji calls it getting just on the carousel of of, of buying software. Um, what uh, what is your take on the importance of implementation? Right, because it's very easy to just purchase something, but to implement it to a high level is a whole different ballgame. Um, what's your advice to the smart entrepreneurial contractor that's looking at, okay, I need to get some of this technology in to improve my prospect and customer experience, my operational excellence, but I got to get this stuff dialed in properly. What's, what are kind of key pieces of advice you might have around the implementation aspect of it? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the first one is ask the question, of how long does this typically take to implement, right. to build out, right? So as you're talking to jump on a demo, see what it's like, ask your questions and go through that, but ask that question. And what is the onboarding process like? I know that's something with Sumo Quote that we created this totally custom crafted experience for where the first time you log in, it's a drag and drop your logo here. We're going to auto detect the colors from your logo, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to look up your hex code. You don't have to know what RGB is or any of that stuff. Right. Right? Like we're just going to auto detect it. Just click on the color that you want to be your primary color and yeah. your secondary color. And then we go through and it's like, well, what kind of contractor are you? And as you click on the type of contractor you are, we're going to preload price list items, marketing pages. You know, if you say that I install uh, Owens Corning and Atlas and Malarkey, we're going to load all those items for you, including marketing pages that we've gotten from them. And like it's the actual products. And the everything. actual products we go through and load that yeah. stuff with this. So, 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 I mean, that's, that's 
a portion of getting mm-hmm. somebody set up. People still need to customize that. Right. And I, but I would say, um, one, use the company. Like they should be working with you and helping with you. Book time with them, book time with their support. Use the company yeah. to help with that. And then the last one, I'd just say make a commitment. Like make sure you say, okay, I do want to implement this. So mm-hmm. I do need to set a day aside. Yeah. Totally. And then make sure that you give yourself a deadline and you actually make a commitment to spending a little bit of time on it. And if the if the software has been built well and intuitively and is you know has these things in place, it shouldn't take you weeks or months and stuff like that to get going. Yeah, awesome. There's a couple of really good points. I just want to highlight the two of them there. Like, so you guys as a company, for you to be successful, you need your customers, the contractors, to be successful on it. Um, in order to stick long term, right? So absolutely, every software company, uh, every serious software company is going to have a customer success, like an onboarding customer success team, where these people are hired and and their their whole job is to make you successful. So use them, right? You have very aligned kind of goals. Um, so that's a really good point. And then the other one, which I felt personally, it's like this stuff does take time. It's worth it, but it does take time. When you do choose to dive into something, block time in all of the coming weeks into your calendar to, to work on the implementation of this. Because we all know like stuff happens, right? Uh, employees, they're sick. This guy turns over. We hired a new one. They need to be onboarded. Stuff just takes over your schedule. And if you've not created blocks, to actually oversee the focused implementation of it and to train your the relevant people on your team yep. in this stuff, it's it's uh, it's not going to happen. So anyway, lots to get excited about, but but be, be mindful. This stuff only works if you implement it effectively. Um, awesome. I've got one final question here, just just to close. Uh, one that I'm, I'm excited to get your take on. Um, we talk about how technology is is such a huge force in the contracting space and is is becoming even more so as as a as a tech company founder and a contractor you've got a really cool view on this where do you see this whole landscape uh going in the next 5 10 15 years yeah i mean i think it's going to only continue to go digital and the work that people are putting into it right now is going to set themselves up for that. They're going to see that success in the next year, two years, five years, 10 years. Like it's the work, the positioning that companies are doing right now with their business is going to pay off for a long time to come. Um, But I think that's going to be more digital, more interactive, more on devices. Homeowners are already making major purchases completely online through the guidance of tools but tools that can be automated and provide these unique type experiences, right? Um, I do still think that because there's a lot of questions, there's a lot of custom components of a home and we we want to have, it's this concept of mass customization, mm-hmm. right? Like we want to make sure we're talking about the uniqueness of each person's home. And so I do still think there is going to be a human element to that. And we, we want to keep that in there. There's going to be some ways that we can automate that. There's going to be other ways that we're just going to increase our efficiency like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so for Sumo Quote, we're, it, yeah, and, and this is sort of a realization I've gotten coming out of the contractor world and getting into technology, but it kind of blows your mind where you're like, hey, my, my team is sitting here and you know, hour after hour, they're just pounding through demos and talking to these great individuals and being able to connect with them. But, and and it's a great experience for the contractor. It's the same for the homeowner, right? Like it is more convenient to have a Zoom meeting than it is to have a contractor 
you know, meeting them in their house, right? Like if a contractor wants to meet me in my house, well, one, I got to come home from work a little bit early. Right. I get there. Kids are excited to see me, right? Mm-hmm. House is typically a little messy. Kids are typically a little crazy, right? right? Like yeah. there is no other purchase that I do where it's like, hey, I'm going to buy a car. Well, car salesman, why don't you come over to my house and hang out with me in my personal setting? So that, right? Like totally. this is not the experience I want. So, and I think contractors are, are, should be starting to think more about Calendly and Zoom and ways to make it, con- to not lose the human element in the human touch, but to make it more convenient for everyone and, and knock off that 45 minute drive across town to get a signature totally. and back again and stuff. So I think there are, there are going to be cases where it does make sense to go to someone's home and look at stuff I, you know, for some of our, for some of our, um, our listeners who are selling really large average job size products, full renos, additions, custom home builders, really expensive stuff. We're not saying that by next year you need to be selling through Zoom and you're going to be out of business. What we're saying is, is you know, you still do the in-person stuff when available, but prepare yourself for a future in which the customer is dictating to you, hey, you know what? Actually, we're really busy this weekend. Can we hop on Zoom or can we hop on Google Meet tonight for 45 minutes and do a bit of a powwow there? Be ready for that because I think it's probably coming probably a lot sooner than you think. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yes, and sorry, like to, to avoid any confusion there, you're absolutely right. You still need to go there. And, you know, with the roofing background, it's you still got to check how many layers am I tearing off here? Yeah. One or four, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. what is my access do I, you know, what is going to add additional costs to this? There's tools out there like Eagle View that are incredibly powerful and you can get better data and measurements instantly from sitting at the office. But there's other stuff that you got to go to site for. Totally. It's just making it more convenient for the homeowner in, in how you execute that close and connect with them on an ongoing basis with it. I couldn't agree more. Um, I wanted to ask just in, in closing, in closing, Ryan, uh, Tell us just like really quick where for, for listeners that want to learn a little bit more about Sumo Quote, where do they find out more about the product? What kind of applications does this really work for? Uh, yeah, just give, give us a rundown on you guys. Yeah, of course. So uh, Sumo Quote, just go to sumoquote.com. Um, you can check out everything there. You can sign up for a free trial. So two-week free trial, jump on there and do that. Um, and I would definitely say if you're signing for a trial, get a demo because we are privileged to be able to see you know, connect with thousands of contractors and see a lot of different ways of how this stuff is used. Mm-hmm. So, and we're happy to sort of share some best practices that we've learned both with the roofing company that I've run and, you know, have helped scale now and and with uh, some best practices that we hear about out there. So yeah, go to the website, uh, you know, grab a free trial, sign up for a demo, uh, easiest way to connect with us and start checking things out. Amazing. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So if you're serious about taking your proposal game to a whole other level, check out Sumo Quote uh, and and also check out this this prime example that, w- that we've linked here. Go to the link in the description and you can download that. Uh, these guys certainly know, uh, know what's up when it comes to creating great proposals. So uh, Ryan, thanks for flying out to be in studio with us and, and hanging out. It was, it was a great conversation. We appreciate Thank you. it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Always, always looking for an excuse to be in Vancouver. So thanks for having me. Love it. Thank you. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of Contractor Evolution. Uh, if you've already subscribed to our channel, consider sharing this episode with another contractor who you think needs to hear it.